you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. We are presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're also live here in New York City. It's Monday, October 24th. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and a Super Bowl champion, Jason McCourty, to my left. Guys, the trends in Week 7, what's happening with the quarterbacks, what's happening with some mm-hmm. teams out west, like mm-hmm. there were some answers from the weekend. Oh, yeah. Questions. Lots too. more questions. <laughs> Time for the lead block. Bryce yeah, Harper, Let's deep. go Steelers, <laughs> Dolphins. Well, uh, Jason McCourty knows a lot of guys on this team. Let's see how they played last night. To his backs, Mike McDaniel's there. Running thread in this of almost interceptions for the Steelers. It felt like Tua threw 12 of them. Tua looked very rusty, all right? We're going to get to it in a little bit, but, like, he did not put on a show. Guys, the second half was rough in this one. A lot of puns, 16 to 10 Dolphins. But Tua was back, and he was asked, Tua, how'd it feel out there, man? So good running out the tunnel. Uh, the atmosphere was great. Had a lot of support from the fans. And just being able to be out there with my teammates, it was, it was awesome. Defense played their asses off throughout the whole night. You know, they gave us many opportunities offensively to go and put points on the board for our team so that we wouldn't be in the situation we were in uh, late in the game where it was 10 to 16. A lot of things that need to be corrected offensively obviously starts with me, but, you know, we'll, we'll take the win. There was an argument in a comment section of an article I was reading on The Athletic between fans that was like, Tua led the Dolphins to a win. It's like, no, he didn't. The defense did it. But regardless, Tua was out there, which is a great scene for the Dolphins. Regardless of who you can credit the win to, the point is your quarterback is back, and they look good. What would you make over that win for the Dolphins last night? Yeah, you said it. Tua's back. He's working his way in. Kyle said he was a little rusty last night. But they're right. The defense won this game, and they did it without a lot of their guys. Dealing with injuries, Xavier Howard was out there 
Javon Holland, but Brandon Jones gets hurt early in the game. There was already a plethora of guys not playing, lost Nick Needham for the season, but guys stepped up and made plays. Javon Holland, one of their best players on that football team, a captain, a leader, stepped up for them, and then we saw Noel with the interception, a first rounder by them a few years ago, who's gone through it, ups and downs. It's been a roller coaster. This is a defense that usually comes out. They're all man-to-man. They're blitzing. They're aggressive. But they switched it up last night, played a lot of zone, forced Pittsburgh to drive down the field and have to make plays, and they weren't able to do that. And I was impressed. I know, obviously, a lot of guys out there in the secondary, but seeing guys that aren't usually out there stepping up, making plays to lead them to a victory, it was a nice, nice win for them last night. Yeah, and you played for that team last year. So when you see, like, Brandon Jones go down mm-hmm. and you're a fan, you're like, oh, they lost, what is that, 29? You don't realize that it's on top of the Byron Jones question. Yep. And, and X is like, where's he been? And all these guys. And I think that defensive backfield is as deep as it comes and is as talented as it comes. And they did seal the win. But I got to talk about Tua. You know, you get this thing. It's like, Tua's back. And you're like, well, what does that mean? Because the last time we saw Tua, it wasn't good. And it wasn't good because we were worried about his, his health and his status. And then the first drive, it's like, Tua comes out there and he's playing fearless. And I think that was important to see. I'm not a fan of this necessarily, lowering your shoulder based on what he's been going through and lowering your helmet and getting that extra yard, but I kind of liked it in the fact that if Tua's going to go out there and he's going to play, you need to play fearless in the NFL. You can't play, okay, I'm going to scramble, but then I also have to protect myself. You've got to be smart, but you also have to be fearless. And I think it set the tone early, like, Mm. you got me and you got all of me. Like, here is what I'm going to be, and you know what? We're only going to win games if I'm at my very best and I play in the 100% quality that I bring it out every single week. I don't want 60% Tua. I don't want timid Tua. I want smart Tua. I want Tua to make the right decisions. But that's part of Tua's game. He runs. He makes plays. He goes for that extra yard. And I thought last night he established it early so that the Dolphins fans and the Dolphins players are like, okay, we're here. They came out 10-0 early. They were up 13-0 at one point. He had the 72 Dolphins there. It was the first Sunday night game in a million years. And Tua set the tone, and he wasn't playing scared. Important, especially the hell that he's been through the last month. It's a thin line, isn't it? Like, yeah. I, I like yeah. watching You cringe. I get it. I, I know. I, I, I recoil. I, I want him to play fearless, too, but, like, I get it. I, I hated seeing it. And I, I'm with you, and then I'm like, yeah, Tua's our guy. But, like, this is a wildly different team when he's out there. Just it, Not only just the efficiency. They weren't that efficient. It doesn't matter. There's a juice with Tua, and there's a vibe on the road anywhere. It's been, a, it's been a wonky season physically. I, I don't think I need him trying to run over Devin Bush. And, like, I don't want to be his, his father and say, no, get down. That's not my job here. But as a fan, I'm sitting there almost falling off my chair because I'm so nervous. What's are, you, are you so saying, like, hey, no, if, if, if he slides on third and six and he goes four yards, you're like, well, I don't need that. Put in Teddy Bridgewater. Like, I, I want him to slide. Yeah? Yeah, I do. It's a long season, buddy. What are you talking about, Peter? Like, they I, won the game, and he's playing himself. That's how he plays. He's going to lose the next ten games if he gets knocked out oh, of the yeah. game. Like, it, it's it's tricky. He can run. He can use his feet, but, like, why are we trying to run over middle linebackers? I'm with you. Yeah. It's exciting. It, it gets everybody fired up. It's been a weird season. I, I don't know. I, it's, does McDaniels sit him down and be like, I love you, I love you, dude, but, like, we need to... I, I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> I like your yeah. McDaniels. I, I know. <laughs> Tua is a great athlete. We would never want to take that away from him. I'm caught between you and me, but I, I, yeah. I cringe. I cringe. Jamie, where'd you come out? Oh, I think there's a trick to that because if it's his natural inclination to do that, if you tell him to not, it's kind of like guys leaping. They could get hurt if you That's tell right. him, Najee Harris, don't jump. Josh Allen, don't jump. And then the second they think... 
for a half second, that's when you get hurt. And so it's like, yeah. do you lower, do you not? Because he's going to get hurt a different way, let's say, if he starts double clutching on a natural decision mm -hmm. that he wants to make. Speaking of double clutching, what happened with the Steelers secondary? Like, la-di-da, the Dolphins secondary looked fantastic. Four dropped interceptions, coupled with the fact that Kenny Pickett turned the ball over three times, some of them not his fault. But, wow, like, you, I love it when... when defensive backs like oh man I almost had that okay okay get the next one four times this happened mm. you have your hands on the ball you gotta come down with it you're on the road four dropped interceptions oh man there it is again like this is rough. and the next time maybe you can get there they're not wide receivers right exactly <laughs> They're also but, professional safeties catch. I know. But, but, and then so seven times, the four dropped interceptions and then the three turnovers, seven times the Steelers could have had a very different vibe about this game going. Kenny Pickett, two of those interceptions, we saw him in the highlight. You know, we say this is a game of inches, but to me that, that game, especially for Kenny Pickett, was a game of like two steps. Two of those interceptions, he was two steps off from his intended wide receiver. The one in the corner of the end zone, the guy was two steps behind the guy who picked the ball off. And then on the sideline, on the right side, two steps. It's like, is, it, is that just like a chemistry thing? Is that route running? Like, why is it always two steps off? I think off? some of it is decision-making. You see the last one to Noah that he threw. Yes. I mean, he could have ran for about 20 yards. And I think they're not scoring points. So you're trying to make plays. You're trying to force the ball in there mm -hmm. and get something going. But young guy, those things. Things, you you got to be able to get the ball out there. It was no different from Tua. I mean, yeah. the interceptions that could have been had for them, passes were behind. Even mm -hmm. some of his deep balls that were caught, yeah, they yeah. were late inside that should have been out there where Tyreek's streaking down the field running by guys. So some of it is you just have to be more I active. think they needed a win. Uh, the bottom line is, yep. look, it's an instantly forgettable game, which was ugly as hell, but these teams are starting to figure it out now. The Bengals, the Ravens, mm -hmm. uh, these guys, the, the Titans in the AFC, yep. they're starting to figure it out. The, the Dolphins needed a win bad. They got it. Jets and Giants both figured it out this well uh, this weekend as well. We're going to get the latest now from around mm -hmm. the league from our own NFL Network insider Tom Pelissero. I mentioned the Jets, Tom. There were a couple of key injuries from yesterday. One heartbreaking one is starting with the Jets running back Brees Hall. What's going on there? Well, Jamie, as Jets coach Robert Sala put it, the initial diagnosis for Brees Hall is not good. The team fears that Hall, one of the breakout players of the 2022 season, suffered a torn ACL. Now, I am told that Hall did not initially think that this was a major injury. He was not in a great deal of pain in the locker room after the game. Usually, though, based upon the physical exams that the team doctors can do, ACLs are diagnosed correctly on the field, but he will, of course, undergo an MRI today to confirm exactly the extent of the damage. Meanwhile, Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf carted off the field and also ruled out quickly because of a knee injury. Coach Pete Carroll said the Metcalf underwent x-rays that were negative, which Carroll said is great news, but has not yet undergone an MRI. That will take place today. So certainly some concern for another one of the NFL's best surprises this season in Seattle, Jamie. All right, Tom, thank you very much. That is absolutely heartbreaking for Brees Hall. He was on such a clip in his rookie season. We hope the best for him moving forward. We'll talk to you in a little bit, Tom. All right, Packers at Commanders. This is the week the Packers stop the slide. They get everything. It's the get-right week. No, the Packers are 3-4. and four. They just lost to the Taylor Heineke Commanders. That's a real English sentence. Peter, you want to talk to us about Giants-Jags, my friend? Because we'll get back to the Packers. Let's get to Giants-Jags. Giants trailing in most of this game. Giants! Win! This is so symbolic of their season. Every single game comes down to the last play, and it's always Dable smiling at the end. What a win! 
What a performance. 23 to 17. They came back. And you see Tom Pelissero in Minnesota right now, right? Mm -hmm. Tom Pelissero was in Jacksonville less than 24 hours ago. Isosceles Triangles himself talking with Daniel Jones after the game. So how'd you just pull that one off? Yeah, that was down to the wire, but defense did a great job holding up, but finished again in the fourth. We got to find a way to, to finish the game earlier, but hats off to Jacksonville. They're a good team, really good team, good defense, and they played hard all day. So we'll look at it, look to improve, and keep going from here. I don't know if you look behind your bench, but it was a sea of blue out there. They were creating false starts on the final possession. You're 6-1. and one. Your fans are excited. How do you build on this? Yeah, we really appreciate the support down here today and you know, appreciate the support throughout this, this start of the season. But a lot of work for us to do, so we're going to get back and, and do that and keep improving week to week. Daniel Jones probably feeling absolutely helpless on a play like that where he needs his defense to just be a wall, and they were. Giants ran away from Jacksonville, improving to 6-1 and one after that win over the Jaguars. What did you think about that game, Kyle? It was the most electric moment of the whole weekend. In a weekend that had games were a little wobbly, maybe not the most glamorous schedule, Jacksonville going into throwing into the end zone, and this is the week the Giants finally lose. Every single win they have had this year, all six or by single digits, they don't blink. And in a moment like this of them stopping them at the one-inch line, we have to go to the local radio call. Let's really yes. understand what people think. <laughs> Let's go to Mr. Robert Papa. Jacksonville trying to score. Can the Giants turn them away? Take it away. Lawrence in a shotgun. Takes the snap. Back to throw. Steps up. Fires it to the end zone. It's caught at the one-yard line. Giants stand him up. He's not in. And the Giants going to run out. The Giants stopped him at the one-yard line. <laughs> and the ball game is over. And the ball game is over. They're underdogs in all these games, mostly that they're playing, and they're winning them, and they're one digit, and it's just awesome. I identity, identity, identity. It's this weird word. We don't even know what it means. The identity is stopping Christian Kirk an inch short of this, the goal line in a game you would have lost otherwise. It's never pretty. It's never awesome. It doesn't matter. Six and one. Mm. It's incredible. Six and one, Six Jason. And one. It's never pretty, but it happens. And something that you said as we've talked about the Giants over the last few weeks as they're getting rolling, we never talk about the quarterback. Never. We never talk about Daniel Jones. I'm going to take the time do to do so. Danny moment. Dimes is getting it done. He's not stuffing the stat sheet, but when it comes down to it, when they need it most, he is stepping up. Yesterday, Kafka called the game aggressive early on, letting him throw the ball. We saw this touchdown pass to Darius Slayton at 30-something yards strike and they were all over Saquon Barkley early in this game Saquon went over 100 yards but a lot of that was done in the second half later on in the game Daniel Jones over 100 yards rushing that drive where they go up they ran the ball every single play and he's the one who scores the touchdown to put them ahead Daniel Jones is getting it done we saw him get a little emotional yesterday on a drop pass by his receiver on fourth down he's walking off the field and he's like catch the ball and he apologized after but I don't know if you guys would have realized the most game winning drives this season <laughs> Daniel Jones with five of them leading look at just the names on that list Daniel Jones Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan he is finding a way to help this Giants team win games late in the fourth quarter when it matters most doesn't matter that he's not putting up 300 yards three touchdowns Sounds and all of that. There's conversation. Daniel Jones may be the franchise. He guy might be back. He might be back. This guy wins games and he's tough as nails. And they're underdogs in Jacksonville. And the Jaguars come in like, you know, the Jaguars and, and the Giants are five and one. And then you, you know, people still don't believe. Yeah. And I yeah. think, you know, you look at this team, they're down and they just fight. 
fight and they fight. And that's a game that the Giants for the last five years lose. Mm -hmm. Like go down to Jacksonville, feeling themselves after a win and they just come up and then somehow, some way they lose at the end and they won it and they won it again. And that's how they won against Green Bay. Mm -hmm. And that's how they've won against the Ravens. That's how they've won against the Titans. This clip of Dable like walking off the field with a smile on his face is becoming customary now, almost like you expect it. I, I think it's such a fun team to watch because they're so well coached, they don't quit, and they fall behind early, but never fall behind too far. Like they were down 14 to the Packers. They were down 10 to them. They're not down they 20. They hang around. They, they hang, hang around. around just enough where you're like, yep. if this thing works our way and that thing works our way, it's cliche here, but like these wins, you, we always say it here, just stack wins. They're not pretty, but they're real. They count, and the confidence in this team, in their coach, builds with every single one. They've got a great one coming up next week. They got Seattle. Like they're going to be underdogs again. I'm sure. Be underdogs yeah. again. Of course. At Northwest. Seattle. Yeah, and like underdogs. That's okay. Yeah. And I, I like this Giants team. They're fun. The Yankees are done. The Mets are done. The Giants are alive and well. Absolutely. You know, the common misconception or the misunderstanding of like what is Daniel Jones for this team is about as common as an argument that I have when you're like, what is this food? Is it a fruit or is it a vegetable? Yeah, like, tomato. Pumpkins, tomatoes, totally. bell peppers, like <laughs> cucumbers is on that brine day. But yep. what do you think about cucumbers? What? He's like a cucumber, man. He's really even keeled. It's been that way since I met him. Cool as a cucumber. <laughs> Right. Cucumber's a fruit, but also Daniel Jones is cool as a cucumber. And here are the numbers that prove it. Yeah. Stay with me here. Over the last couple seasons, the turnovers through week seven, it slows down the frequency of giving that ball up six and one. Four years ago, two and three. Mm. He is as cool as a cucumber. Peter, you just said it. In a game in 2019, he would have lost that game. Right. And that's how it would have been through week seven. And now he's the quarterback of a 6-1 and one New York Giants team. I think Daniel Jones is showing us. What do you always say? Show us who they are. People yeah, show us and when people tell you who they are, believe them. Yeah. A, a, a cucumber is no more a fruit than this coffee mug. Is no, it is. It seems. If you got a fruit salad seeds. and a cucumber in it, yeah. you would eat it. And be like, what Absolutely. the hell is this? Watermelon and basil and feta and cucumber, sure. All right. Okay. It's great. It sounds great. Coming up on our show, though, the Bucks haven't looked right. All season. Can, can they get right for how, me? Oh. Yeah, how or can they turn things around? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. So the Panthers are reloading. This is everything not nailed down must go. Tom Brady's 3-3. Three and three. He hasn't been 3-3 three and three in 10 years. The Bucks lose. The Bucks get absolutely blown out. It was not close. It was never close. They're 3-4. and four. Tom Brady has not been on a 3-4 and four team in 20 years. 21-3, the Panthers. We're, I'm sorry, it's supposed to be about Carolina. This is a big deal. After the game, Tom Brady was asked, Tom, uh, bold question here. What characteristics this team has to have bounced back from their recent losses? Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> you know, you have to play as a team. Take accountability. You have to work hard. You have to have discipline, commitment, mental and physical toughness. Those are all character traits. And we have a lot of great guys in the locker room. So we're going to go in tomorrow morning. We've got a short week. We've got to work hard to try to fix it. they got to be grown men. We're going to see what we're made of, how many people can handle adversity. And it's about as dark as it's going to be right now. And those guys who are going to step up are going to show up this week in practice. Our leaders are going to lead. Our coaches are going to coach. And we're just going to dig and keep our head down. It's a prideful football game. It's a prideful football game. And that's really all you come into the world when you start playing this game is either you can or you can't. You know, we're going to see what we have going forward, see how many people crumble when it's dark, and see how many people step up and start playing better and start coaching better. Yeah, nothing you need more to see yourself out of the dark place than a short week to face the Ravens on Thursday night. Good luck, Buccaneers. Take a look, though, at Tom Brady's stats so far this season. 6.6 passing yards per attempt. That is his worst since 2013. He's got eight passing touchdowns. That's his worst since 2013. Over 17 points per game, nearly 18, which is the worst ever in his career. That's hard. That's hard to say. Worse this, worse mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and worse this other thing for Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. It's so unlike what we're used to seeing. This is as dark as it's going to be right now for Tampa Bay. What is happening right now with Tampa Bay? How do they get past this obstacle? I'll start it off because I know you guys, You're gonna all, everybody's going to hit on Brady and the offense. I'm going to focus on the defense because that's how they've won this season. I know Brady, the GOAT, this offense, Mike Evans, and all the weapons they have. And since he got there, they've been explosive and they've been really good. They have not been good this season. They haven't been able to put points up, but this defense was dominant at the beginning of the year, and that's how the Tampa Bay Buccaneers found a way to win, and it has not been that as of late. You watch that Carolina Panthers game. There are explosive plays all over the field. They could not stop the run. Foreman and Hubbard both combined for over 180 yards on the ground. There's no way this defense is going to be able to win games if they're allowing this many plays. And there's too many guys on that team, too many superstars to have this go on. And it starts up front, but for them, you have to find a way defensively to get back to who you are and how you began this season if they want any chance to turn this thing around and start winning Absolutely. Games. If the offenses are going to take care of business, the defense has to be relied upon in some capacity. But speaking of the offense, you know, every Monday we have these uh, game ball, sure. off the couch, mm-hmm. uh, you got to rewind that. That Mike Evans drop early in the game, as he separated from the defender, it immediately, I was like, oh, here we go, off the couch, no wait, that's gonna be my game ball, no wait, Mike Evans is gonna have a day, okay. And then the amount of time it took for him to bobble this ball and drop it, then all of a sudden it had to become my head scratcher. What is this? And I even found a different head scratcher. This was so heartbreaking, and it was so indicative of how the rest of the game went. Tom Brady's arms just swinging by their sides, helplessly, as he tosses this ball up to a, a Darn near perfectly thrown ball to Mike Evans, and it was a heartbreak for Evans. He talks about it after the game. No one player is the sole reason you lose, but that was definitely the biggest reason. 
that, you know, I seen the life go out of us. And it, it took me a while to get back playing, you know. We were taught to just play the next play, but it was tough, you know, wide open, you know, one of the best in the game. I got to catch it. I got to get it. It was what I wanted, wide open look. That was an incredibly honest response. It was hard for him to come back from that drop because Mike Evans wants to be such an impactful player within this Buccaneers offense that hasn't scored a first-quarter touchdown so far this season. They've trailed at halftime in five of their seven games. I mean, this isn't just one hitch in the giddy-up. This is like a wholesale issue for the Buccaneers and their offense. Yeah, you know, I try to find stats. to The, like, the QBR rating that ESPN does is a pretty good indicator. At least it's all balanced. You could see it. Jacoby Brissett, Mariota, Cooper Rush, all better than Brady right now. And it's it's stunning. It really is stunning. And the play calling is so vanilla. And the play calling is so non-inventive. I'm watching fourth and one. Here we go, Bucks. Let's make a play. Let's get it going. And it's like your standard old, you know, 1993 college football <laughs> tossed to the right and we're stuffed. It's like what Brady ran at Michigan. Exactly right. You know, he's handing that off to Anthony Thomas. And, and it's <laughs> it, this is what it feels like. And it's like, this is the, and like, Leftwich was trending yesterday on Twitter. I was, I was on the plane. I'm like searching. I'm like, okay, Brian Leftwich is, did you, do, do, do something crazy? And it's just, it's just Buccaneers fans annoyed. You know, like, there's no sizzle. There's nothing. And Brady is going to, you know, go through this season. And you know what he's going through in his personal life. And this could get really, really bad. Or it can spark up. But I would really feel good if there was a, 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 a semblance of an exciting play in the playbook. Mm-hmm. Or if there was Todd Bowles and like, just not just miserable at the press conference. Like, I look at the coaching staff now. Did Arians bring something to this team that maybe is missing? Like, now you start picking apart every single thing about what's different this year than it's been the last two. I look at the coaching staff, too. And I think it would be so easy to say, well, Brady's 45, he doesn't have it anymore. I don't see that at all. His throws look fine. Yeah. Like, physically, he looks great. He just has no juice. And none, the whole team doesn't. There's this motivational speech that went viral this year where someone says, no one's coming. No one. And no one's coming to push you. No one's telling you to get off the couch. No one's telling you to turn off the TV. No one's telling you to apply for that job. No one's coming. Understand, this is not the zombie bucks. Mike Evans is out there. He's not suspended. Chris Godwin's out there. He's not hurt. Leonard Fournette's out there. Devin White's out there. Vita Vea's out there. And there's this stupid internet joke about... Gronk needs to come back. Why would Gronk come back to this? Gronk's sitting around with Camille getting paid and being in commercials and not taking hits. Why the hell would he ever, ever come back to this? He wouldn't. Because I gotta tell you, Todd Bowles, dark as it's gonna get, how do you know? It could get way worse. You guys are playing Thursday Night Football against the Ravens. You think this is dark now? I just don't see it. And this opens up a way larger conversation that we'll get to later in the week about, I still don't understand why Brady unretired. I don't. I know it wasn't for this. It's still very mysterious and wonky and strange that he retired and didn't. And there's a media aspect to it. And there's a personal aspect and a personal life. But I know this was not it. And like he was asked last week, like, any chance you retire in the middle of the season, just walk away? And he's like, no, I, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's. You see him in Munich? Mm. It's an evergreen question. Oh, you see him coming to Munich? I, I don't care as long as Gino's there. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I, uh, I, I would think so, yeah. Two weeks. Is he still there? I don't know. Detroit Lions taking on the Dallas Cowboys. The headline of this game, Dak Prescott making his return after the thumb surgery. The Cowboys win, and the Lions look really bad. Cowboys win 24-6, and it was fun to see Dak back out there. Let's hear what he had to say of his return to the game. Yeah, I felt great. I felt comfortable with everything. Thumb definitely didn't bother me. Wasn't a thought in my head. I felt like... After a few throws, I was back into it. And that, that, that drive before halftime, I felt like I'd, I made a few that just said, hey, we're, we're, we're good to go. Don't think about anything again. And yeah, so I felt fine. But this is about the team. This is a great team win. This is what I've been watching for the last five weeks, this defense, the special teams, um, and just us playing complimentary football. And it was just great to be back and be a part of it.
When a quarterback comes back, you, you got to rely on some odd, you know, options offensively, especially if it's kind of a speed bump sure. game, which it was for the Cowboys, but they won. Jay, what do you think the difference was for yeah, Dallas? It was nice to see Dak back out there, and I think he talked about it. It was team win. He said what he's been watching and how great the defense played because that's kind of the only thing that you watched. They had five takeaways in a game. They had five sacks. It was a really big game for them defensively. Micah Parsons comes up with a strip and a, a forced fumble at the end of the game. This was a huge game. Everybody talked about Dak's return, but it wasn't a big game. Dak didn't do much. He did what he had to do, what we talked about all week. Just control the game, make the necessary plays, and that's what he did. But this Cowboys defense continues to dominate week in and week out. Certainly didn't play great. Like, yeah. this is a complimentary player yesterday, mm -hmm. but they get the win, and they win by 18 points. So you see the score, and you're like, oh, the Cowboys blew them out. But this was a closer game than it felt like. That Cowboys thing, like, that was almost like the warm-up. Now you've yeah. got to get going, and I felt like the Lions <laughs> might be the worst team in football. I don't know what they have going on on offense or defense right now, it's and it's, it's, it's a shame because I think we had a lot of hope for them before the season started. Mm -hmm. Peyton Hendershot caught a touchdown pass. The tight end, National Tight End Day was yesterday, and Hendershot celebrated with that touchdown. Peyton Hendershot, undrafted Indiana. I felt like a preseason game to me. Like, we're going to try and Dak and get his feet wet a little bit against the Lions, and we'll do it again against the Bears. The interesting thing about the Cowboys and Dak is they don't have a play a real quality opponent until, like, November 20th. They play Minnesota. So I don't know if we're really... And by the way, in that streak that I don't consider quality is the Packers. So we'll see about that. Here we go. That's the conversation for the rest of the show. Uh, coming up, though, the Chiefs went to San Francisco. And they beat the Rams. That's it. That's it. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Niners versus Chiefs. Christian McCaffrey, we debated all Friday. What number is he going to wear? 23. <laughs> well, guess what? The story of the day was 17. Nicole Hardman. Chiefs blow out the 49ers, the number one defense in the league. 44 to 23. You got the check got the start, Peter. He got the check. He got the start. He had 43 yards. What up, Rutgers? After the game, Patrick Mahomes talked about where his Kansas City Chiefs are headed. 
Uh, I think we can continue to get better. I, as I look at this season, I think we're going to continue to get better and better as the season goes on. Uh, we'll learn from our mistakes, um, and we'll go out there and improve and, and be, be even better when the season gets to the end of it. And so to go out against a defense like this and show that we can still be explosive and have those big plays, uh, I think that will uh, bode well for us as the, the season goes on because people don't know where it's going to come from. This was a weird week for me and for them. You know, I didn't you know, kind of know what to expect. I know that I had a certain list of plays that, that were up, and I think for me mentally this, this was just focus on everything I can, control what I can control, and, and get rolling. Obviously, you know, losing is frustrating, but, you know, I'm still getting to know these guys, man. I, I, I got to do my job. I got to make a few more plays here. Yeah, I mean, Chris McCaffrey, you get off the plane, you have the playbook half a day with it, you go to a walkthrough, and then but he sounded sad. He sounded committed to this team. This is the team that he is going to move forward to with the 49ers. Regardless, excellent defense. The Chiefs went to San Francisco and absolutely trounced the 49ers. 44-23, the final. We learned a lot about both sides of the ball here, but the Chiefs, huge road win. What do we learn? Well, this is supposed to be the, the Christian McCaffrey invitational. Mm. And it was, he shows up, and it's so cool, and this is when the Niners figure out their way. And it was kind of true to the Chiefs, like, there's always all this hubbub about these other teams and what they're doing, and then the Chiefs just show up and wreck people. Understanding the amount of hype we had from McCaffrey to the Niners, our friends at TMZ Sports ran a picture and a headline, and they say, Jimmy G, Christian McCaffrey, San Francisco 40 finers, and it's a picture of them shirtless, and then they literally say, who'd you rather? Uh, I, I mean, never change TMZ, just a ridiculous question, ridiculous, because obviously the answer is Jimmy. So he did his thing, and McCaffrey was pretty good, and he was efficient, and they had some cool plays for him. But enough with the McCaffrey highlights. The, the Chiefs blew them off the field. It is so Chiefs of them to just show up and be like, yeah, 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 whatever. We take care of business and we're going to light you up. The sky is always falling every time the Chiefs lose a game. It's always what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. And they're like, we're working on it. We're 5-2 we're and two now. So I really appreciated how efficient they were and how about... It's not only that you added somebody. It's supposed to be that we lost Tyreek. Are we still talking about Tyreek at all? Is that a dead topic at this point? Because they still still are winning games, and they score points, and they blew out 44-23. to 23. So the 40-finers, as much as I respect their aesthetics, the and the who'd-you-rather question, we'll do that in Wetboard Wednesday, I think. But in the meantime, <laughs> the who'd-you-rather is Chiefs Niners, and it's Chiefs. If you want a window inside of my rollicking social life, Friday night, Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl was on NFL Network, and I was watching it. You saw it? Start to finish. Friday night? <laughs> Friday night, I watched this thing. I'm That's like, good I'm, for you, Peter. Usually you're watching, like, two broke girls know, or something. I know, I know. <laughs> you're right. I was watching the Super Bowl from two years ago. I was like, this is a great game. You forget how close the Niners were. They were mm -hmm. up 10 in the fourth quarter. Quarter, and I texted a, a coach of the 49ers who's no longer there. Assume whoever you want. And I was like, gosh, you guys. Were, and he's like, I haven't watched it since. I can't watch it. And that wasp play always kills. Third and 15. The Niners have this game in hand. There's a long extended break. And Mahomes looks to the enemy and says, should we run the wasp? You have some mix-ups in the coverage. Tyreek goes deep. And the rest is history. They score on this drive. They score on another drive. They score on another drive. And of course, the Chiefs go on to win a Super Bowl. So if you're a Niners coach and you know that play sits with you for two whole years, including an NFC Championship run last year, when you get to this game and you see Mahomes and it's third and 20, you would think, I am going to do everything in my power to not have that play haunt me. Whatever it takes, third and long, Mahomes has this team's number. And you can go from 2020, you can go to 2022. We could probably play this game again in 2026. And Mahomes is still in the field burning Niners defensive back. Part of these plays hurts me for Robert Sala, even though he won yesterday. Hey, I'm not, I wasn't necessarily I know, Sala. I'm saying it. I'm saying it. Like, Sala was the DC. Mike McDaniel was on that staff. You've got Wes Welker on that staff. You've got a lot of guys. A lot of guys. That doesn't have to be Sala. I'm not saying it. It was probably Sala. That 
third down thing. <laughs> Wasn't is, Salah on the season with Peter Schrager? With, he right, was. Week right. one, you should download the podcast. Um, that's what I'm saying. Though, the like the Chiefs. Thing. Look, yeah. this is the number one defense in the entire league, and the Chiefs come out and put 532 on them. <laughs> Chiefs are still here. You're right. The Tyreek story is not only done. Yeah, like, I'm done with it's that. It's in our rear view. Yeah. It's definitely in our rear view, and a lot of it is because of the guys now. That's that third and eleven. You just show MVS making a long catch and explosive plays. Him and Juju Smith-Schuster both had the most receiving yards in a game this season. Both of them over 100 yards, 111 for MVS and 124 for Juju Smith-Schuster. These guys are making plays. They talked about after the game Juju did was, hey, we're starting to build our chemistry and build this connection with Patrick Mahomes. This is our first year here. It wasn't going to happen right out the gate, but now we're getting comfortable. We know the offense. We understand the offense. And Nicole Hardman said after, he said, Juju's a guy who's always in the right spot and he's always doing the right thing and you're seeing it show up for these guys and you saw all day on yesterday Mahomes trust him he's finding them and these guys are getting it done first time in the Mahomes era the Chiefs had two players over 100 yards receiving not named Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey Mm. obviously Mm. but that era is over these guys are stepping up they're making plays and like Kyle started off with the Chiefs are rolling. They haven't missed a beat. Mm-hmm. All right, so we know what Jason did Friday night. You had fun in Nashville. You know what you did Friday night? You watched two-year-old Super Bowl. Friday <laughs> night, I made uh, we made cheeseburgers, like excellent smash burgers, where you take like the wrought iron thing, you heat yeah. it, and oh, you yeah. press oh, down. Oh, press it. Press down. Like, this is the Chiefs. Like, they go anywhere, and they're just like, it's like, it's good, it's good, it's good. And they're like, we're just going to. I was gonna... for this electric Friday night, and you were like, we made cheeseburgers. We made cheeseburgers. That's electric. That is electric. It was, they were so Man. good. That is how I feel about the Chiefs. The final four drives for the 49ers, they had sacked Jimmy Garoppolo. Frank Clark gets the safety mm-hmm. in the end zone. And I just was like, oh, you, you can't let them do that. And no. then the next one, next drive, fumble. Next drive, 49ers throw a pick. You can't you can't allow the Chiefs to behave this way. Like, no. they are just going to take that griddle. They're going to heat it up so much. It doesn't matter <laughs> where they are, at home. And, and they're just going to press down. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you want to, oh, wait, wait, it's not, the cheese isn't quite melting up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they hurt you. They, they put, don't put your hand too close to the fire. You're just like, <laughs> like, that is the Chiefs. Like, to any team that they go up against, they're just like, oh, did they, they're a good defense. Let's make the iron a little hotter. So like, good. that is the Chiefs. Right I'm there. so excited for you to hear from Grill Twitter. Like, everyone has takes on grilling. I'm not supposed to do that. To Some people say that doing that, like, you're removing the soul from the meat <laughs> and the flavor and the juice. So they did to the 49ers. They did do that to the 49ers. How did the burgers come out? Were they delicious? They were fantastic. And that's all you need to worry about, exactly. Twitter. You worry about your burgers. The Erdahl family can worry about theirs. Exactly. <laughs> Thank on. you. Still coming up on our show, which moments from week seven have you screaming, Run that back. Our picks for that are on the way. Plus, things aren't getting any better in Green Bay. It's, it's a crazy state of things with the Packers. But Rodgers says, look, we got an opportunity in front of us. We'll hear from him next, and maybe Peter will do his Aaron Rodgers impression. Sounds a lot like Elvis. Things are getting a little wobbly. A little wobbly. Anybody break ranks, Aaron? Sympathetic. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.